Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of If It Isn't Love Podcast. I am your host is Donisha. And I'm your co-host J.L. Whitson. And we are happy to be back this week. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time today because sleepy boy boy over here, him needs a nap. Him needs it's to go to, to be bed. Your bedtime in life. It is about to be my bedtime, but I am, look at me, energized, up. I look dry face because I just got out of the shower. Um, but I wasn't about to put on any makeup because I'm going to go to bed mm. right after this. Uh, we changed our podcasting schedule this week. So we're actually shooting tonight, which is the night before tomorrow, which is when the podcast airs. Uh, so yeah, we usually do, we usually record on Sundays. Um, so yeah, here we are tonight. We want to make sure that we got the episode out because we're working on making sure that we are consistent, um, which just makes me think about having to schedule. We're going to have to do some ahead of time, um, in preparation for next month, but that's a whole other conversation. Other than being sleepy, how are you doing? I haven't seen you today. So like, this is like the first time, I mean, we haven't spent, I came in, I took a shower. Now we're sitting. How was your day? Today was a cluster. Um, a cluster for cuck. Remember them shirts? It was like them. a brand, and the whole brand was like, instead of saying like fuck, it was like fuck cuck. So the whole thing was just like cool as for cuck. So everything was just like, you know, I'm mad as for cuck. And, but it was like a brand. I think it was in high school. Remember, I remember the fuck I just cuck remember it was that yuck food. You don't remember that. No. But uh yeah. Oh <laughs> yuck foo. Got yeah. it. It was uh it just seemed like everything like at once was just going downhill at work and everything like that. But it was like overall me and my uh supervisor, we stuck it out and everything like that. Like people were like, okay, so people were not showing up for uh classes today <laughs> today and I'm like, okay. We got it. We didn't have enough time to like rearrange or reschedule mm-hmm. anything. And then it was like, it was literally like every class that I had, all three classes I had today, it was something. Today was terrible Tuesday. If, I mean, I'm alive. You are. See, look at your glass half full. You're with me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, was, it was, it was an interesting day. And then how's your day? It was a good day. Um, I had some meetings. Um, I went to a Rotary Club meeting, so I'm learning about that. You know, it's so funny because what I realized, not what I realized today, but I thought about today. When I first moved to Houston, my mom was nervous about me moving to Texas because racism. Um, And, you know, Texas is a red state. Even though my mother is from the South, she's lived in in the North, in Chicago, for the majority of her life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I was born and raised in Chicago. And so Blue State, very that. Um, And I lived in Nashville for a short amount of time for college, but I was also, like, in college. So Mm -hmm. sometimes that experience and how you relate to the city is different when you're in college than if you live there as an adult, especially, like, as an older adult. Right. So people are always just like, oh, my God, you live in Texas. It's like, yeah, but I live in Houston. So I always felt things were different living in Houston. Mm -hmm. It feels, it's very, you know, Houston is very metropolitan. So it's very diverse in the people Mm. that you see in all types of neighborhoods, right? It's just very diverse. And, you know, 
there's that. And then at my new job, it's in Texas City, which is a town outright outside of Houston. So it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't really know if you didn't know, except it looks different a little bit. It's a little more rural. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I go to work now, I'm like, uh, Texas. <laughs> and so that's kind of like some mm. of what my day is. It's like, oh, now I am in Texas. And it's different. And not in the like, KKK is chasing me around my job. Or right? sundown. Or is that a sundown town or anything like that? There's plenty of black people in the town mm-hmm. that I see. But in my work environment, I've... I've been very used to working in, you know, higher education, specifically because I've worked in social services for so long. I'm used to be of there being multiple black women. And even in my last job in higher ed, it was very diverse. Although I think that until recently, it wasn't diverse enough in terms of leadership. Mm-hmm. It had women, but like white women um, or white passing women. Mm-hmm. And now in my new environment, even in terms of leadership, I am one of two black women in leadership in my area. Let me take let me take that back. I'm one of two black people mm-hmm. in leadership. We both happen to be women. Um, that's in my specific division, like in the entire institution, there's probably more, but in my division, there's, and so before me, it was just her. And then we have um, a Latina woman and a a Latino man Mm -hmm. and then white people. Mm. So... (laughs) Two Latino men. Let me take that back. That's two. I just, just think about it. And then two Latina women. So two, two, and then one, and two, you know, so four and then two. Quick so, math. Right, whatever. So it's just a lot more. I went to a meeting where I was one, the only black person in the room. And then one lady came and it was so funny. She just so happened to sit right across from me. So it was like we were like the pepper specks and the salt dish. <laughs> That's normally what I would say. So yeah, it was just, it, it's just very enlightening and eye-opening, but I got to meet with some of my um, counterparts or some of my uh, other leaders who kind of operate from the same lens as I do. And we had actually had a conversation today about that and like some of the change we want to make. Because also just working in a small town, some people are used to small town stuff, but they want these big town results. And I'm like, well, we got to do X, Y, and Z. So it was good. It was a good day. It was busy. It went by fast. Although I feel, partially I feel like it's it's Thursday, but it is only Tuesday. Tuesday. You guys listen to this Wednesday, but it's only Tuesday. So that is interesting. And I just got back from the gym, which is also why we're recording later, because I am trying to stick to my workouts. That's my commitment to myself this week is to stick to all the workouts that I schedule for myself. And so I have started doing two-a-days again. So I'm doing mornings Mm -hmm. and evenings, but mornings are really short, like 20, 30 minutes. Um, And like, sometimes it's not even like 
cardio or anything hard. Like this morning, I just did a deep stretch and it was really nice. My bones was like, crick, 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 crick. So that was good. And then it kind of leads into our topic. And we talked about this a little bit last night. And so when, you know, Jeremy's like, what do you want to talk about this week on the podcast? And, you know, I was like, it's been heavy on my mind to have a conversation about body image. Because um, at first my natural thought was like weight loss, but I don't really want to talk about weight loss specifically. I think that body image is more of the topic that has been on my brain. Um, and so we talked about it last night and some of it is like why I'm trying to like get my workouts in. And I guess the first question and the thought that I have is, do you feel like you have body image issues like for yourself? Yeah, like I probably don't uh, vocalize it as much as I that like a lot of people, but like I um I don't know, like I wouldn't necessarily categorize my body as the um, the typical uh, sexy body. I got a father figure, if anything. So um, (laughs) like I don't know, like I I don't know. I I haven't always had like body image issues or anything like that. Cause like before I used to just, you know, I used to just be active and everything like that. I didn't have a six pack or anything like that. But at the same time, like I wasn't like the size I was before I moved here or um, I wasn't the size I am now really. Um, but also I think it stems from like one uh, media society um family members and stuff like that because my mom is not necessarily like she's supportive but she is she's an interesting kind of supportive i don't even know how to word it yeah like okay so we've talked about this where like one minute she's like you know you look great if you lose some weight you lose a little weight get that little uh (laughs) stomach off you and and the next sentence is you want to go get some Italian fiesta? Like, you know I want Italian fiesta uh, pizza and stuff like that. Why in the world would you, one, lead with the fact that I don't look, that I look fat or something like that and then <laughs> offer me some Italian fiesta? She's trying to see where your discipline lies. It doesn't lie anywhere with, <laughs> with, with uh, pizza or tacos or wings or things that run. Food. <laughs> right. So it's like, I mean... I don't necessarily uh, think about it all the time because, like, I think, like, even when I look in the mirror now, like, of course, it's not where I would like it to be or the ideal uh, image that I would like to have for my for my body. But um, I'm not as heavy or as big as I was when I first moved here. So, yeah. So do you think when you think body image, do you just think weight? I always just think weight or um height okay like i am 5'11 so you know i don't know like i guess growing up like you hear different things about what women like and stuff like that so that kind of plays into like the whole psychological situation or like are you 5'11 5'11 last time i checked hopefully i'm not getting any shorter if you do shrink I don't want to, but, um, you don't control that. Just people shrink. (laughs) But I think for the most part, like I, you know, height, weight, um, I don't necessarily have an issue with my skin color, I guess. 
Um, I never really think about it that much. Um, there's things that I would like to change, like as far as like, you know, getting rid of some stuff like skin tags or whatever. But um, I don't know, I guess I thought that was the only thing. So I guess, so I guess my question also is, if you're saying like, okay, I have a body image issue, is it an issue if you're, if you don't care, like if you don't care, if you're comfortable with it? It's not a fact that I'm comfortable with it. It's the fact like one, um, like I just started taking steps to do certain things, like getting this stuff off my neck and everything like that, or even just clearing up my skin and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I haven't exfoliated this much in my life, uh, since, since teenage years and stuff like that. But, um, as far as like working out and everything like that, I mean, that's a whole different, uh, situation that goes on in my head with that. But, um, it's not, like I said, it's not the fact that I don't care. It's like, you know, I look at it, I see it, I think it, and then that's, you know, I'm off to something else. In terms of like having a negative perception mm-hmm. of your body. I think for me, I I think I growing up, I, I probably struggle with body image because I live in America where, you know, especially I think at the time we were young, I, I, I do think that there's a lot more body positivity than there was when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, people are more appreciative of different types of bodies and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, growing up in the early, in the late 90s and early 2000s, it was very, what was in was like low rise pants and all those girls mm-hmm. who look like that, who are very thin. And I never had a body that could wear that kind of, I used to hate like low rise jeans because I have a big butt. So, and big butts were not in, even the, if you look at like Sir Mix-a-Lot, video when he's about big butts in today's standards of what those girls don't have a big, big butt, butt yeah. right um and, and so i was fortunate enough that my mom has always been a huge cheerleader for me in terms of like how i feel about myself or having mm. confidence so i know people are like what how would you have body Im- image issues because i'm very confident at least mm. outwardly so my mom was very like put on the mini skirt with the little splits so your thick thighs you're right and that's like 13 year old me like when we go shopping and i'm like no i want to wear the long thing oh we're like no like show off your legs and like you mm. know ushering me into womanhood and you know my mother is a skinny person she has been skinny her entire life she is thin 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 you look at pictures of my mom when she was a kid when she was a teenager early 20s my mother has been thin her entire life and she eats like it is going out of style as if (laughs) she is about to go to prison so she's trying to have her last supper maybe she's going to be executed so she's trying to have that last meal my mom i mean she ain't did nothing terrible enough at this point they just gonna let her go um but she eats like crazy she don't gain weight like that now she as she's getting older she has like a little pooch but my Mm. mama is like a size two and so when i say she might be a size five now so when i say little that's how little my mother has never been a double digit outside of her being pregnant in her life and even then i don't think she was a double digit i think she may have been like a nine 
a size seven or something when she was mm. pregnant with me and my sister. So very encouraging, you know, it's even though it was like hard looking at her and like feeling like I'm like, you don't know, skinny lady, <laughs> you don't know my pain. So just in terms of like from the weight perspective, perspective. But I think that as I got older, I really started feeling better about myself and realizing that bodies comes in all shapes and sizes and just really like leaning into the fact that I think that I'm attractive. So I don't feel ugly in terms of like my face. (laughs) Like, I don't think my face is a bad face. But lately, I have been not feeling attractive. Um, and it from in this particular instance, it does stem from like the weight gain that I've had. And mm-hmm. I know everyone's like, be kind to yourself. It was a whole pandemic. Like that was real. But I think it's more as I, you know, I think about it as we talked last night. And as I think about it, I thought about it throughout the day is it's not only. Yes. It is, it's not as much of a comparison to the world around me and what other people look like, although that does have impact, right? And you don't have to get on social media to compare. You just have to be around people. And if you have live a life where you see other people mm-hmm. who might, you know, when I work out, sometimes I work out and I see people who have an aesthetic that I would love and they not trying, you know, mm-hmm. they just kind of look like that. And it happens. Um, and I, I think for me, it's more because I know what I'm capable of mm-hmm. in terms of get. Because even when I was like my smallest, I wasn't skinny. I was like 166 pounds, which, like I said, it's about 40 pounds thinner than I am right now. But it was like my clothes fit well. Everything wasn't tight right now. I feel like by the middle of the day, I'm so uncomfortable because my clothes are so tight almost and even if my clothes aren't tight like today like my outfit wasn't tight but to have my spanks so I can look put together but in the day I had to like take them joints off and it's like I never had to wear spanks all the time but now I have to like wear them all the time because mm. I'm in a professional environment and I'm trying not to like a busty can of biscuit <laughs> you know when you butt, twist the butt, biscuit so I'm trying not to look like that and I've been what I realized, and again, something we talked about is I didn't realize how much is affected other areas of my life. And I, I realized like we were doing something this weekend and it was like, you were like, you touched me. And it was like, you were like, and I just feel so like not sexy. And it's like, something like, I don't want you to touch me. But then I started thinking about how that could make you feel. And I don't want you to feel like it's you because it's not you. It's It's me me. (laughs) in real life. Right. And I know people say stuff like, um, you know, I know how you, you feel about me, right? Like I a hundred percent believe that you're physically attracted to me and me being heavier than I was when we started dating doesn't bother you it bothers me though and so although i need your love and your admiration and i love that you think i'm attractive and i love when you tell me that i'm attractive it doesn't necessarily change the way i feel about me 
And I think it's not only because of my weight, but it's a lot because when I think about how I operate in terms of how I view success, mm-hmm. I did this thing that for me, like losing the weight, getting in shape, just overall taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And I checked the box and then I, I unraveled all the work that I did. Mm. Like I, at one point, like in 2018, I had put in like a good, few months worth I spent a lot of the year but definitely I remember when I started in June Mm -hmm. and by September I had lost the weight I had went to I was like doing keto and that's when I had started um intermittent fasting I restarted and I was doing like uh two meals a day and and you know enjoying myself and working out and I but I was working out crazy and I really wasn't sleeping that much but I lost a lot of weight and it stayed probably through my birthday. Mm. And then I started to gain it back. I started getting really comfortable. Like, okay, now I'm going to eat this. And, you know, holidays, even though I tried to make a keto Christmas that year, I remember I was here. Like, all that kind of stuff. But at some point, I it went from like, okay, yeah, I've gained seven pounds back. That's okay, because I've eaten some biscuits or whatever, to like, I gained all 38 pounds. And then last year, I was like, I was the heaviest I have been in my adult life. I was almost 220 pounds. And then I lost it and went down to 186. And then somehow, since then, I got back up to 204. And for me, it is like... Yes, I can have this eating plan. I found something that works for me. Carbs don't like me in that way. And I have to work out so much to. And I have an issue with maintaining moderation. Mm-hmm. So it can't be like, okay, one, you can have this meal one, once a month or, or every other month where you are not, you know, oh, you can have this, this sugary drink. Or you're going to eat this actual burger with bun or whatever the case <laughs> is, right? <laughs> Nothing low carb. and But it turns into like, okay, so we just went to the Cheesecake Factory. But now, next day, I want rice. And then I want this. And I look up and it's been months. And I've gained all this weight. And I'm just... I don't know. I'm really just in a space. Like I don't have a solution. I'm really in a space where I'm trying to process everything. (laughs) Right. So right now, I mean, it's been like three days that I've maybe three or four days. No, yeah, three days Mm -hmm. that I've been back like on keto and working out. And now I've realized I can't work out like I used to because one, we're in relationships, so I'll never be home if I was working out. The way now I work, I'm a, I'm out of the office. I mean, I'm out of the house because I work in my office now, so I'm out. But before, I mean, I was doing all the workouts, so I would have been working out until 9:45. So by the time I came home, it would have been you know 10 o'clock, shower, get ready, and I was getting up. And I was telling somebody I was getting up at 4:20 in the morning to go work out, and I was going off like four and a half hours of sleep. My life has shifted, and especially since last year, I need sleep. Right. So I need like my seven, eight hours, whatever, mm-hmm. at least seven, six and a half on some nights. I can, you know, mess around with that. But that four hours, mm-hmm. I'm going to be grumpy. 
I used to be able to work out four hours of sleep. And then all of a sudden, like, it just felt like, um, like it just went out the window. But at the same time, like, I'm getting more sleep. Like, I've been trying to even get better sleep. But at the same time, it's like, like, even like last night when I tried it without the melatonin and whatnot. I could not focus. Yeah, you kept getting up. I said, if he don't keep still, I'm gonna punch you. I could, I couldn't fall asleep, yeah. fall back asleep. Toss and turn, toss and turn. I mean, I'm, a, I'm probably gonna get some good sleep tonight. Yeah, you got to fall asleep right ready. here at this mic. Like I am ready for that pillow. But um, as for like I don't know, uh, I, I deal with, I battle with my own issues. Like as far as not necessarily when I'm in the house. I mean, what? Well, when I'm in the house, I'm all right. But if I look in the mirror, fine. If I'm at the pool, that's a different story. Like when uh, David uh, came by um, with the girls and everything like that, and we were all like, you know, chilling at the pool. They were having fun, and I'm over here sitting in my tank top because like I felt weird mm-hmm. about to take my shirt off. Like I got the stretch marks and everything like that. Um, these things are a little bit, you know, fat and whatnot, but, um, it just, it didn't feel comfortable. Like I never really feel comfortable anymore taking my shirt off or anything. Um, so finally, like it, it was like a big ordeal just for me to take my shirt off because I was literally in the pool with my tank off, with my tank yeah, top on. I was there. I was like, oh, yeah. look crazy. I saw you were like, I don't know how I feel. That's cause I, that's what I told you. Take your shirt off. You look crazy you look uncomfortable you look like you didn't look comfortable that was the thing you just didn't look comfortable i mean it's kind of hard to especially like get people staring at you after a while and whatnot like nobody's out there but that old man he was trying to mac that girl who was reading the book <laughs> and she was just trying to read her book i mean i need the confidence of the uh the, our neighbors who were the speedos out to the and pool they be and out here like, looking like a hammock. jar of mayonnaise in a hammock with and, with uh white strings and they don't hanging care. out their body and stuff they do not care i'm like yo and I it's need good that have that kind of confidence where you're like this is my body it's the body i got you know it's really it's really interesting because i'm a person you know me i'm a problem solver so i'm very like if i don't like something then i should fix it mm-hmm. so i don't want to just sit here and be a person where i'm like i don't like the way i look so woe is me Past mm-hmm. me, past the peach cobbler. And I say that because they had peach cobbler at the lunch I went to. And it looked like somebody's southern grandma made it. I was thinking about them uh, peach cobbler uh, waffles from Mo Better. Uh, you didn't even like it. I did. You said you didn't like it that much. I didn't like the fact that it wasn't crispy. Like it wasn't a it crispy was okay. Belgian waffle. The taste was good for me. The taste was good. It was anything that made me like think about it twice it was it was fine um but like to say no to that kind of stuff they restock stuff in a bookstore when i went to give me something to drink which is next to my office and they have banana nut muffins and i have been craving banana nut muffins and so i was like man i wish i had eaten this before i uh they had these in stock before i decided to get on the good foot and so it's just such a hard thing when you talk about, and, and I say this because, you know, um, it is something to talk about my therapist, talk to my therapist about, because I don't, you know, I don't, I don't I'm not bulimic. 
So I don't throw things up. I never get to the point where I'm not eating anything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat. So I don't want everybody, I don't want anybody to ever think, oh, Donna's just starving herself. I'm going to eat. Now, sometimes I don't eat enough, but when I, my body is telling me I haven't had enough, I will eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to make sure I'm eating the right things um, for my body. Um, and I know what it is because I've done it before and I am a creature. I can be a creature of habit. You know, people are like, I can't eat this no more. I can eat the same thing over and over and over for a fairly long period of time. And if you give me two or three things, oh yeah, I'm good. Like when I first did keto, I was eating nothing but cobs that were, I didn't eat nothing but it. Yeah. It was like bacon, egg. Cheese, tomato, spring lettuce, little Caesar dressing. Those salads, my raspberry avocado smoothie. And like, I would make like a steak every once in a while with like asparagus or like a hamburger patty on the salad. But I was eating that and the Brussels sprout casserole. Like non-stop. And it worked. So I know what I can do. I think part part of what I want to do is I didn't want to be so strict in that I want to be able to, you know, occasionally go out and eat something that I want. It's like, you want to try restaurants and I want to eat food that I'm going to like or something that's different and not, I always have to find what's keto friendly. Sometimes I just like, I just want to eat this version of it and things like that. But also I have to just be like, what's best for me, right? So it's that temptation of what I want to do versus what's best for me. Mm-hmm. And if this muffin is going to stop me from feeling the best about myself, then why would I eat the muffin, right? Food is actually programmed to make us want it. That's how sugar works. It's programmed to make us think we need it. And then you eat it, especially if you've been doing some kind of plan for a long time, you eat something that's not on plan. It never, and when I tell, and people, it never, ever, ever tastes as good as you thought it was going to be. Because you could taste the process. Even when you go home, when we go home and we like, oh, I really want to eat this. Does anything ever taste as good? Maxwell Street Polishes, they did. It was good, but it's and you could have onions. We eat onions and sausage and stuff. Yeah, but with the bun soaked, it just, and then I had when I had a beef or even just the um, pizza puff and everything like that. Like they're good, but is it ever as good as what you thought it was gonna be? It's not saying it's nasty. Only some things aren't. I feel like most things no. are. I feel like nothing is as good because, like you said, I I can taste something in it, like. A lot of times I I will want something like a cake, a piece of cake, something mm-hmm. really sweet. And it'll be so sweet. Like I'll get into three or bites it and it'll make bitter. my it'll it'll make my hair hurt. Yeah. It's like immediately. Or I'll want something like I'll have I remember, never forget, I had the weirdest craving for a Big Mac. And I bit like two bites and I was like my stomach was like, girl, if you don't stop eating this, now, see, I will make you throw up all over your carpet. That's one thing that I can't like. I'm a, like, if it's a Whopper or something like that, I'm a, like, can't go wrong with that. But I think um, it just don't taste the same. If you are for me, like, especially as somebody who had done it for like a year when I was like, I was not cheating. I didn't have any exceptions. So when I started eating processed food like that again and like fast food and 
eating bread and just the worst versions of food. My body was like, all right. Yes. And you, or I think about like the first days on a cruise Mm -hmm. where you just start feeling so like, ugh. You have to really get over that because you feel sluggish and tired. And it just reminds you of what you have. And I'll say in contrast, right? When we started like get doing keto and eating everything, we were like working out and whatever. I felt so good. Mm-hmm. Like energy wise, like I had better quality of sleep. I had much more energy. I was more focused in what I needed to do. I My brain wasn't everywhere. And the thought, it's funny we talk about this, and we've talked about this before. The thought that all the things that we do are not interconnected is crazy, right? We, there's no way we can feel like, oh, I can't focus at work, but I'm eating terribly. It has, it is directly related. Like when you eat well, you don't want to, you know, there's no way I could work in the cold environment, work in this, my office and eat terribly. I would be sleep all the time because <laughs> it's like I'm a lizard. It would, I would just hibernate. Like you put the lizards in the cold and then they just, they don't move. I never seen lizards in the cold. Yeah, you're not supposed to. But, you know, I forgot what it's called, but they like uh, adapt to like the temperatures or whatever mm. whatever so that's why you need they need the heat and stuff like that but i think about that natural, kind of national thing. geographic shut up you know i've watched a lot i have all these weird facts just fun stuck in my head for like a rainy day but it's just something to think about right like when we talk about the quality of sleep we had this whole conversation last night about you know your quality of sleep and all the different factors that influence your quality of sleep and i'm a person who is obsessed and i will say obsessed because that's accurate with self-improvement mm-hmm. i love finding ways to have a better quality of life um so i try to do as many of the things and i like to try them to see if they work for me um and there are so many proven ways and it's so funny because i feel like as people where we have all this information and this access to stuff and information but we just refuse we just think the way that we know what we're doing doesn't work why he looks so sad we know what we're doing doesn't work but rather than take implement the things to change it, we just complain about the shit that we're doing that's not working. And that's kind of where I am, like even with everything, like when I'm like, yeah, I might want to eat these things. And I'm not going to say I'll never eat the orange chicken at Cheesecake Factory because my birthday comes around. I will. But I can't just eat that all the time. And mm. if I have that, like, and I have this meal, then I need to focus that everything else that I eat is according to my plan or that I'm eating well, whatever. And it's one thing to go on vacation and be like, all right, for these four days or, you know, for these two days or this week or whatever, mm. I'm going to eat this. But maybe I'm going to work out to supplement it, make sure I stay hydrated. And then when I'm coming back, I'm just going back. To, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing to do that. And, and it's different. Your body is training for something. Excuse me. Versus when it's um like just kind of relaxed in, in its natural state. Mm-hmm. You, there's different. There might be a weight goal that pe- like when people do bodybuilding, there's like their training weight and how they eat stuff versus 
what it's like when they're just their day-to-day mm-hmm. stuff, but it doesn't mean they're not fit all the time. They're not aware of what they're putting in their body. But I just think of all those things that we do. It's it, That has to be some form of insanity to just be like, none of this stuff is working, but I'm just going to not try. I'm just going to complain. I'm not going to try something different. <laughs> I'm just going to complain about the stuff that's not working. And it just makes no sense. So for me, I'm making decisions to, change the stuff that's not working because I know what it is. And if I don't like the body that I'm in, then I have to take the stop steps. But what is it? Huh? That's not working. It's not working for me to eat the way I've been eating. I've been binge eating. Um, and I'll be okay for like a few days and then I'll eat. I'll have like, oh, this one thing. I really struggle with moderation, which is why I don't like to keep things that I'm not supposed to eat in the house. Mm-hmm. Because if it's here, I'll probably eat it at some point. Or I'll be very tempted to eat it. Yeah. Um. So it's like, if I have this one thing, it's not just like, okay, stop. It's like, now I have to eat everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So that it's not work. It, you know, not eating all the sugar and carbs and stuff is not working for my body. I want to wear the clothes that I own. And things be comfortable. Even this t-shirt right now is tight. Like I want things, to, I want, I don't want that everything that I put on, I feel like I want to take it off because it, it, it doesn't feel good. And then, you know, social media does mess you up. And again, not in comparison to other people, but I just look at my mem- my memories keep reminding me of what I look like, you know, um, three years ago mm-hmm. at this time. And it makes me sad because I was, I would, I, I was super in shape, but I, I remember how I felt. I felt so good. I, I like, I had energy, all my clothes fit. I could just put stuff on. I didn't have to think about it. And I miss that. I miss not, I don't want to, I feel like I spend half my day tugging at my clothing to adjust myself. And I want to go back to not doing that. I also want to have one chin again. Oh, my God. You know, I'm a natural pie-faced girl, so it takes no time. But I was looking at myself, and I'm like, oh, look at that chin. Okay. I want to not have that. And I also think, uh, you know, we talked about this. I have to think about some of the plans that I have for the future and and things I want to do professionally and wanting to have kids and I need to treat my body well now, especially if I need to house people in it later. (laughs) That's what it is. Housing. Housing. Yeah, it's housing. Except for you actually paying the room before. Exactly. And if that's what I want to, if that's something that I plan to do, then it is my responsibility to take care of my body so that I am the best version of myself to do that. It's my responsibility to take care of myself to teach them to have those good habits. Mm-hmm. It's my responsibility to do it so that I'm around sans any freak accident. You know, people get hit by trucks and stuff, you know, sans any freak accident to help them. You know, black people, we cope a lot with eating and stuff like that, but we eat bad stuff. But how do we, you know, we are leading and and diabetes related illness and all the kind of stuff. And not the kind of like diabetes like 
type, I think it's type one that you people get naturally, but like type two diabetes that is totally preventable, preventable. And if, you know, and now big mama got to get her uh, leg, leg cut because of soul food. You know what I mean? Because you can't eat that all the time. It's it, it's supposed to be for special occasions. You can't eat it all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and, and just thinking, especially because we're not as, at, that's the other thing to consider. I was going to extend grace to myself and all that kind of stuff. But if, if I don't go to the gym, I'm not naturally as active as people were back in the day when they had to move around all the time. We have sedentary jobs. Mm. We drive i spend at least two hours in a car every day just driving i think i was more active when i was even be, well even at my heaviest like i was still active like yeah, I but was you ate like work. a trash panda when we first started dating and you live in chicago every time i was talking to you you was eating something from chipotle or from um the fish place or sharks uh, mm-hmm. or what's the other one that was by the uh that i like their shrimp that was by the uh tattoo shop shrimp 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 you know but is it no it's not both no. um you know what i'm talking about though on the bridge oh yeah i can't think of the name of it i can't either Why? but i can see it I can see the restaurant. Actually, right now, as soon as I said it, I could smell it, but I can't name it. Um, Goose Island? No. no. By the tattoo shop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, right? On Canal. Lawrence's. Yes. Okay. Like, always eating something that's just was, or going to limbs or dims or limbs whomever. Limbs was, was ribs without barbecue sauce, though. You ate the fries and no. the bread? Cause I always like any like weird part about it is like fries from them, from Harold's, from any place that had like mild sauce and grease at the bottom of the bag is hard to digest. Okay, so fine, you ain't eat the fries there, but you can't tell me you weren't eat like a trash panda. I <laughs> anyway, right. So part of it is like, yeah, you were more active because you walked around more because of the nature of your work. You were going to volleyball once a week. You were doing all that, but you- Riding my bike. Yeah, but you were not eating well. So you were significantly heavier. Yeah. This That's my point, right? Like you could work out. I could work out all the time, but if I don't eat right, it'll make a difference. At best, I maintain. You working out stopped you from being on my 600-pound life. <laughs> if you were sedentary and eating the way you were eating, you would be at Dr. Now's clinic right now where he'd be like, you got, you, one, you month. got one month to lose <laughs> 700 pounds, right? Like, he would have been telling you that. But you were act. so that's what I'm saying. At best, you maintain when you just eat whatever and you work out. You can't work out to replace what you need to eat. You think if you're overeating 30,000, like say oftentimes we eat and it's like, we had this conversation too. Everything's like a conversation we had. Um, We talked about caloric, you know, portion size. So you're like, oh, this thing is 500 calories, but you think it's not enough food for you. So you eat three of those portions, meaning in one meal, meaning you've eaten 1500 calories, which is your daily calorie 
caloric limit. Say you're a bigger guy, just naturally, okay, you, you're going to get another thousand calories. But you've eaten that meal that you did, which three portions, twice. Mm-hmm. So you just ate. You, so you're supposed to be able to have like, you know, 2,500 or like 2,500 calories, say 2,000, but you just eat 30 or 3,000 to 4,000 calories. So you just have double the caloric intake of what you should eat by portion. So if you don't work out, then you gain the weight. So say you work out and even in a vigorous hit interval class for an hour, you might burn 700 calories. You still have not worked out enough to create a deficit in what you've eaten. This is why you can't outwork your eating habits. At best, you eat your caloric thing and then you work out so that you have a deficit. It's just how it's math. It's just math. I learned all this stuff and I don't want to be obsessive about it. And it's not about you. I'm just trying to show you like how it works. Um, because I'm very like, if you're comfortable with your body, it's fine with me. I'm attracted to you. Like it, and if you're comfortable with it, no problem. I do always want us to take care of myself. You end up eating well by default because I primarily cook. And if I don't cook, I grocery shop. Mm-hmm. So I put the food in the house. Even if I don't cook, I plan the meals, even if you cook them. So I create <laughs> the food. So whatever I eat is pretty much what you eat, unless you eat outside of the house or, you know, when I'm not home or whatever. Uh, if you eat something outside, that's... The only thing that stops me from eating outside or eating out a lot of the times is because, like, I'm, like, I feel like I'm wasting money. Yeah, it costs like, a lot I of money I waste a out. lot of money eating... Grubhub, doing, going, uh, just picking up food and everything like that. Like you think about it, like how much does it cost just to do Chipotle's burrito bowl? After a while, like it's like eight dollars a bowl if you get like extra stuff. Yeah, the extra shit. Well, I don't eat guac, so none of So for me, they're like seven dollars and some change because so yeah, I just run that, up to eight dollars. That could have been like half of like one like. Two, three grocery items yeah. or something like that. It, so it really is. That's what generally stops me from doing it um, now. Um, unless I'm really just craving like a burger or something like that. Or if I'm really craving like wings. Like, I don't know what it is about like some of the things that I think about. Like, like I, I really like food and everything. I like unhealthy food and it's very easy to be unhealthy. Um Especially now, like it's a very easy to just uh, order up a Whopper or um, go get Chinese food and mm-hmm. stuff like that because it's like comforting. He's and naming stuff like all that. the things we've eaten recently. Yes. Um, but I don't know. Like it's like whether we watch. Like I sometimes I don't even be thinking about it, and this you know, like I can just taste a Popeye's chicken sandwich. He, you are a marketer's dream. You really are, because you're very susceptible to outside influences. 
Like I wasn't thinking about that, but now I will buy a Ferrari. Like you're very susceptible to some of those things. But I think sometimes we just got to think about it to be like, okay, no, do I really want this? No. Bad part is I actually did. I blocked Domino's. <laughs> I blocked Pizza Hut. Not I, you blocked them like they had X. I, I, I blocked You don't treat me right, Domino's. I blo- well, because the thing about it is that like is anytime hilarious. when we were talking about food They'd or- They'd rather be some, listening. And yeah, and then we would see an Your ad Instagram for it, and I would see an yeah. ad for it on Instagram or Facebook. I'm like, nah, man, y'all ain't gonna do this to me. Yeah. So I blocked. I definitely blocked Domino's. I blocked Pizza Hut. I blocked whatever that pizza place is called, uh, Pepperonis or something like that. Funnel Cake play that Funnel Cake play has been popping up too much on my timeline. <sighs> but um, <laughs> I think I don't know. I definitely am uh, pretty much a marketer's dream because like when it comes to food or probably electronics, but um, I don't know, like I've, I've tried to work on that part, like, especially like um, being in a place where I'm going to have to be for a long time. Like when I went to the coffee shop and everything like that. Um, Let's see, Burger King and Chipotle and all those those other places are all the way over here. That place is all the way over there. That's going to be a long-ass walk. I don't want to do all that unless I'm about to go home. So it's like I try to calculate and factor in everything so I can just talk myself out. Yeah. Is that just being like, I know I'm going to go here, so let me make sure I prepare myself a snack and I bring something that I can eat while I'm out. That's the thing. Like, I don't know, never really know what to bring to snack on or you anything. bring a sandwich. You can always make a sandwich. Yeah, but it's always, it's going to go bad by the time I think about it. How's it going to go bad? Do you see how hot it is out there? All you got to do is go get you a little plastic uh, lunch bag. You put it in your bag with everything and you're going to be inside, Right. And it's freezing indoors everywhere here. That's the beauty of Houston. It's hot outside. Indoors are cold. You Not get the there, culture. it'll be fine. By the time you get there, you won't eat it. Can you eat at the library? Uh, probably not in public. You probably have to get in one of them little cubicles where nobody's looking at you. I don't think you think can like that. openly eat like in the in front of the librarian face. Oh, like that. <laughs> I mean, even now, like. I think about stuff like that, like uh, like what I can take with me. But the thing about it is most of the stuff that I wanted to take, we I would have to heat up or something like that. So that's probably why I didn't do do that yet. But um, I don't know. I'm just glad to be just getting out of the house because like even today um, when I had to work on my work on the last class, I've been trying to think about ways to like just even go to the um, the view. I went there today. Okay. Those chairs are so uncomfortable. Oh, I've oh never my god! Um, I ended up coming, like, spending an hour in there and coming right back. But then I saw the pizza place that's right, right next door. I was like, I wonder what their pizza tastes like. Don't do it. Was oh, so it you get a pizza? Mm. I didn't. But anyway, I could tell you don't. You don't lie well, so I'd be able to tell if you did. No. Nah. I feel like that's one of those places where we would have to just, you know, try that out it's on a non-keto day. It's literally in our apartment complex. And we've never been. 
It's just because they have fancy pizzas, and you have to be in the mood for that. The uh, bar rescue pizzas. It really is. It's like these artisan pizzas basil and stuff like and that. Cube and, mozzarella. You know, stuff. his temptation clearly is Domino's. You had to block them. It's just funny to me. It's much more Pizza Hut than Domino's now. Like Domino's does the like I had. Domino's. You said Domino's. That's why I'm saying Domino's. Well, because like Domino's is like behind us. Oh, is uh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what it is. Um, on, was that? Um, I forgot. Street. But, um, like, there's a whole, but that's the thing. Like, there's a whole lot of places that we haven't tried. Like, we haven't been to, like, certain restaurants that I want to go to. And I don't want to have to think about being keto just to, um, like, for us to enjoy ourselves and everything like that. Like, that's, that's the thing that gets me all the time, like, trying to uh, think about, like, different restaurants that we haven't gone to. Cause, like, it's not like, you know, like we've been to Cheesecake Factory, Grand Lux, and all that other good stuff. There's like restaurants that are specifically here that you can't go anyplace else. Mm-hmm. That shoot, I see on Instagram all the time, where like people are, I'm friends with on Facebook or Instagram, they will send me stuff like, yo, you should try to check this mm-hmm. place out and this, that, and the other. But I already know it's some fried stuff. Yeah, but there's always, I feel like for me and, and making eating keto a lifestyle, there are always things wherever I go that I can eat. You know, anywhere you can get a steak and uh, all you need is, anywhere you get a protein and a vegetable, you know, they can have that. Some of the places I eat have fried stuff and uh, it's, I don't but know. I, like I just. Fried stuff. I get that. I understand you like fried stuff. I'm not saying you can't like fried stuff. I'm just saying for me, it's like, but do I like fried stuff more than I like the idea of having a long, healthy life? And I have to ask myself those questions. The answer should be no. Like, it's okay to have it on occasion, but the occasion can't be days that end in Y. I'm fat as hell. I heard the word Cajun. See, <laughs> okay, this podcast is over. Anyway, yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, if the occasion, and I'm a person who likes to celebrate everything, you know, so it can't be like, oh, Tuesday occasion, you know, so now I'm gonna eat this. It has to be like, all right, you want to eat this, so now I'm in a space where I dare something I want, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna make sure I hit all these markers mm. so that I can, you know, and I try not to reward myself with food. Um, I think it's a bad way to lose weight if that's your goal, to reward yourself with food. Um, but to say like, all right, once a month, I'll allow myself to have this meal. And again, it's a meal and it's not a day of eating awful. It's a meal. And there are so many good things that we have had that is keto friendly. The pizza I make is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm my cheesecake is better, except for Cheesecake Factory, uh, which had because it has all the flavors and stuff. My cheesecake is better than any regular cheesecake I've ever had, any like sugar filled cheesecake. So it's like I can make so many things that are that fit into what we eat, you know. And during the week, I'm probably it's just gonna be regular stuff. But like on occasion, I can be like, okay, this weekend I'll make something a little fancier, a little more special that's not. You know, mm-hmm. just salmon and salads or whatever. So I've just been thinking about that as I'm thinking about my perception. And also just always trying to be in a space where I appreciate my body for what it does for me. It keeps me right. warm. Keeps 
Don't make me laugh. It keeps me warm. It keeps me safe and protected. And it has been through a pandemic and it has kept me sane. And so I want to be grateful for my body, for everything that it does for me. Um, And I don't want to mistreat it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with fat bodies, right? Like fat bodies deserve love. I don't think there's anything wrong with fat bodies. But for me... I feel like I'm not in my body and that's my problem. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this is somebody else's body and it's my old body and it doesn't feel like mine anymore. So keep your hands to yourself. So that's all I'm thinking about. You was about to fall asleep three seconds ago. There's always time. Anyway, but um, I don't know. Like, I, I think for me, like, I probably should take it a little bit much more seriously, like as far as like working out and stuff. Um, which actually, uh, I think I was talking about that earlier. David, um, he was talking about like going to the gym on Fridays and everything like that, and see how that works out. I, I have friends who are fitness trainers and whatnot. And we have stuff. a nice gym. We spend a lot of time in a terrible gym in our last apartment. Oh, we yeah, have yeah. not one, but Two very nice gyms in our complex, but we have them. It's available. Yeah, the gym and our like literally right back here. It is nice. It's nice. And then on top of that, we are literally right across the street from LA Fitness. Yeah, which doesn't make no sense. So, and then on top of that, it's hot enough. Like, so as soon as I should step outside, I should like lose like one or two pounds just from sweat. But that's just me. Um, no. Oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Petty. Anyway, but um, I don't know. Like, I probably should take it a little bit much more serious. But I think um, having, like, friends and everything like that to actually go to the gym with me and understanding when I'm much more productive in the gym. Like, at what time? Like, you be going early as I don't know what. I don't even be thinking about it. I go when I have time. Uh, See, I am very, I get what you're saying, but I go when I have time. I can't go. Actually, I could go during the day. But my my job doesn't lend itself. We have a gym. We have equipment that's open to staff to use um, at work. Mm. Um, we get an hour and a half a week of wellness time. My office, there's a lake right outside my office. I see people working out and walking around it all the time. I showed you. So it's there, but I can't risk being out and getting sweaty and then having to, I have to have, and now we have showers and stuff. I got a tour. It's like, okay, if you need to do this and then you could, you know, some people like come back, they shower, mm-hmm. they put their face back together, but it takes me time. Right. So I'd have to plan it to do it. It's not that I, it's impossible, but I have to plan to do it on a day. And it's so cumbersome mm-hmm. that I just rather, you know, it, it's a lot more work for me to work out in the middle of the day. Cause I'd have to be like, okay, I have no more meetings today. I can work out, shower, wipe all my makeup off, and then go back in my office and finish doing what I'm doing because I'm in here today mm-hmm. and then maybe I go home, you yeah. know, or I leave the house. But if it's on a time where I like, oh, I got meetings or maybe somebody's gonna, you know, so at work right now, Fridays might work because people aren't really around because we're on summer hours, people are like off on Fridays, but it would never, other than that, it doesn't work. So I don't work out because 
you know, yeah, I, I pick workouts that I enjoy. Right. That's why I don't spend a lot of time in the morning doing elliptical and stuff. Cause I don't enjoy that enough. That's like to get my heart pumping, to get me up in mm. the morning. I dance because I enjoy it. I take cycling. I go to the studio because I take those cycling classes because they're like, they add fun to it. Even uh, when I did the ass and abs today or whatever, she it, it was hard, but she does things in like a group setting. So it's like she did the station. So while you're working out, I'm counting you off and then we rotate and stuff like that. So it's interactive. So I found a way to do it that I enjoy. Mm. I, I I realize I'm the person for me, it's when I realize something is important, I can do it because I understand the value of the thing. I don't have to enjoy it. I know it sounds crazy. I'm like, yeah, you should enjoy it. So I enjoy the methodology. I enjoy how I do it. I don't like the idea that I have to exercise. Like sometimes I'm like, I'd rather come home and go to sleep, but I know the benefit that I'm mm. going to get from it. So I'd like, I schedule my rest. So I'm like, okay, on this day, I don't work out. On this day, I do this, you know, or I, you know, I have time to do stuff on the weekends because I'm going to put in my effort during the week to work out. So it's just that. I work out when I have time. And I always, and it is easy to do it in the morning or the evenings because in the middle of the day, I always find something that is more, my time is more useful for. It's easier to also work out in the mornings or in the evenings when in the mornings to help me rev me up and focus for the day. But in the evenings, when I don't have to make decisions. That's why it's easy to make class. I just follow along, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have to like create. I've used a lot of my creative energy throughout the day. And so that's just what works for me. I think people have to find out what's, what works for them and not being in a space where it's like, you know, and yeah, I'm a morning person. I'm not as much of a morning person as I used to be. But also, I'm a huge believer in you can do whatever you think you can do. And if you say you can't do it and you're not that person, you won't. It is, I really believe in the power of what we say that strongly. That when we say we can't do something, we are right. But when we say we can, we are right. Either way, you're right. That's just my perspective. You're right either way right and sometimes sometimes we gotta do stuff that we're we'd rather not i was like so like Ugh, i don't want to work out today i don't want to go to this class i just want to go home but actually when i was doing it it was hard but i was enjoying it and i was just so proud of myself and that's the feeling i miss so there are definitely rewards to pushing through mm-hmm. right it's like oh now i feel good not only do i feel good physically even though i'm a little sore right now but i also feel i'm proud of myself for like doing what was hard and i miss that part of me you know i'm enjoying relaxing and i'm not giving in to being crazy productive and having to do everything like i was before i've been taking more breaks i told you about utilizing the pomodoro method and in my day-to-day and so i've been allowing myself schedule breaks you know, mm-hmm. um, work for 25 minutes, five minute break, work for 25 minutes, five, five minute break, work for 25 minutes, 25 minute break. Like I've been doing that. And I've been yesterday and today I got more done than I have probably <laughs> in a work setting in a long time. So it lets me know I don't need all those hours as long as I'm productive in the times I need to be productive and I do things that I need to do. Um, I'm going to not kill myself to accomplish any goal, but it gives me more space to be well-rounded. And like I said, I want to take care of myself so that when I feel good about myself and 
I'm taking care of myself. I'm a better version of myself to anybody I have a relationship with. To all my friends, to my future husband, I'm a better version of me for you when I take care of myself. So that's why I think for me, it's important. And so for me, like whatever that looks like for you, it is so you, whatever you need to do to be the best version of yourself. That's why I encourage you to find different ways to like figure out, you know, when you need to get out of the house and figuring out how to like master your sleep and your focus and all the other stuff, because you should be able, and, and try different stuff. Even the stuff that you think is counterintuitive to who you think you are. I always challenge people to think, you know, we talk about, oh, I'm not a morning person or I'm not this or I'm not that. And I'm like this. Yeah, because you you are really married to those ideas about who you've been for. And that's a lot of us. We're very married to the ideas of who we think we are. But what if we challenge ourselves to say what else is there? Facts. I'm done being deep for the night. Anything else? My mouth is dry on my water over there. Yeah. Uh, I have nothing because that pillow is calling me. Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us. If you have any questions, make sure that you jump in the DMs of If It Isn't Love podcast um, on Instagram or Facebook. You can also send us a email to if it isn't love podcast at gmail.com we would love for your questions uh, thoughts on topics any of that if you're not already make sure you follow us on those places that at if it is love at if it isn't love podcast on instagram and facebook and until next time guys we will be seeing you enjoy yourselves mm-hmm <laughs> I didn't know what else I was going to say. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to say something else and it just came out. Mm -hmm. Oh.